If your business is earning millions, stop what you're doing and take a listen to what offer NetSuite by Oracle has just rolled out. At my last company, we used NetSuite to have much more visibility to our business in terms of what was working, what was not working, what was coming in, what was going out. 33,000 companies have already upgraded to NetSuite, gaining visibility and control over their finances, inventory, HR, e-commerce, and much more. And for the first time, NetSuite is allowing you to defer payments of a full NetSuite implementation for six months. There's no payment and no interest for six months. And you can take advantage of this special financing offer today. If you've been sizing NetSuite up to make the switch, then you know the deal is unprecedented. No interest, no payments. Take advantage of this special financing offer at netsuite.com scale. netsuite.com scale to get the visibility and control you need to weather any storm. That is netsuite.com slash skill. Welcome back to the Uncharted Podcast. This is Poya, and I have a special friend, colleague, someone that I've gotten to know over the last 12 months or so, Kevin Mulrain. Welcome to the show. I'm so happy to be here. I appreciate you having me on. And we'd like to kick it off with a quick personal business bio. Give everybody some context on who you are. Yeah, I have been in sales for a little over 15 years now. A lot of my background has been in sales leadership roles where I'm building teams, I'm scaling out processes, team building, growth. It's always been a passion of mine and so I'm excited about. Really pumped to, to dive into the conversation today. You've been interviewing sales development roles at Saster for us for a while. Talk to me a little bit about what some of the most impressive candidates you've talked to have done. This is a small percentage, right? So if you want to do something that's going to really allow you to stand out, I think this is the play. But it's storytelling, right? It's not just saying you're a hard worker, you're great at personalization, you know, whatever your secret sauce is, but tell a story, right? If you've been very successful because you're able to do lots of research and personalize something, give an example, right? Say like, for instance, when I was prospecting this account, found this person, they were on this podcast, they talked about something that tied to our value prop, put into this email, like really bring stories to the table because anyone could say they work hard, anyone can say they personalize, but if you can bring that storytelling to the forefront, it's going to set you apart big time. Yeah. So just to make it even a little more tactical in case someone's not in sales, the things that we're looking for as part of this role, right? Whatever the two or three characteristics are, make sure you have a story for each of them, right? Be able to kind of tell a good story about how you can exemplify around those different characteristics, those their traits. Now, let me ask you the reverse question. What makes a good interview process, right? I think it's internally as the company making the hiring, it's really, really strong alignment on that process and what each stakeholder in that process does. And so Every person should be interviewing somebody for something a little bit different. There may be some folks that interview for the actual skill sets of the role and can they do the job at a high level? Others might be more on the cultural side. But I think just having really clear alignment on that and take a look at how many steps in the process and how in between each of those steps it takes, right? Nobody wants a, you know, seven step interview process. Nobody wants to be dragged out for you know, four or five, six weeks. It should be pretty lean. It should be pretty quick, but there is a balance, right? You want to get to know them. And I've always thought, uh, and I say this to every candidate, I'm like, you're interviewing us just as much as we're interviewing you. So you need to make sure that you're asking lots of questions going to help you decide whether or not this is a really good fit. So those are some of the things I think are are critical to make sure it's 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 kind of efficient and it's seamless. At the same time, you have as much exposure to that candidate so you can both make the best decision. You and I have worked together for the last 12 months. I, I'm curious, like what what ingredients you think are necessary for a good 
chemistry. In other words, like I feel like on our team, we have a good chemistry. Everyone, you know, over communicates for the most part, things are going well. Like what can managers, leaders do, you know, to empower a good team chemistry? I've always worked in earlier stage companies where we don't have enablement. We don't have onboard, like we don't have formalized onboarding. So when I've hired people, I've always looked throughout the interview process to see, are they self-learners? Are they going to take the initiative? Are they very curious? Are they not afraid to raise their hand when they don't know something, right? So I think it's just making sure that you're hiring someone that's going to fit within your reality, right? Even if you want it to be changed, it's still your reality. So hire for what that is. But I think getting, getting the team involved in that process is crucial, right? They, I think the candidate should know the types of people that they're going to be working alongside and collaborating with, vice versa. You want that from the hiring side. So the more you can get the team involved in the process, I think the better. But again, I think you got you to gotta hire for that reality. I've seen too many times, I've made the mistake early in my career, building out teams, hired great sellers from like LinkedIn and Salesforce. I didn't have those resources. I didn't have the support as you would when you join a Salesforce or LinkedIn. So hire for your reality is a big one. I got to Okay. Let's say you hire someone that doesn't work out. Maybe you've hired someone for whatever reason. What, what do you do? I'll tell you one little, one little tip, one question I in the interview process to help with that. And then I'll answer your question directly. But I always ask if, if you join a company and you're two weeks in and you realize this isn't for you, what's happening, what's going on around you. So I can just kind of get a sense of hopefully what that failure may look like. But if I'm in that moment, look, I, for me, when I've done onboarding, I've always set up like, again, weekly objectives, weekly checkpoints, and I've called them inspections, but they're more so to kind of like sit in and just understand, are you grasping the information? Are you on track? Right. So I try to have very, very clear expectations and I try and build that out and get really strong buy-in with that candidate. So at least we have alignment there. If it's not working out, we can point back to that. You have to be able to point back to something that you've agreed upon and it's your plan and path to success. And so if something's going on there, that's just not moving in the right direction. You just got to pinpoint what's broken, what's not working. And I think eventually you just have to have really honest and early conversations about it. I think those that they blow up and you hear these horror stories when people just don't address it based on and transparently. And if, again, I think at that point, you just have to really have an honest conversation of, are we going to be able to course this and fix this and get it going in a good direction? Or again, for whatever reason, is it not going to fix itself? Are we not able to kind of come out on top with this one? And if you can communicate and have that conversation, again, let's just say worst outcome, the person ends up leaving the business. You can at least do it in a amicable, respectful, in a good way, as opposed to blows up and it just turns terrible. And and if you have to offboard someone, what is what has been in your experience the best way to do so? It's again being clear on on the why and being able to give them feedback that hopefully can help them learn or or avoid this pitfall in the future. Like anything that's going to help them learn and grow and take something positive from the situation. Additionally though, I've always wanted to look, it's a tough thing, right? I've always offered lots of support to either make introductions, help them find their next like find a way to give them a really soft landing. Again, I think you just have to give them every chance to course correct it. Eventually sales is just the world we live in. Like you're going to have to make that decision. But if you can help soften that landing through your network introductions, learnings, whatever it may be, you got to take care of those people. 100%. Part of it is humans are much more emotional folks than creatures and others, right? So sometimes if you can get to their soft spot and show that you care about them, it goes a long way, right? If someone, if some for good or bad knows you care about their interests, they're much more apt, you know, to be with you long-term, right? Because I think that 
that it, it goes back to like not only the interview process, but also once they get hired and then you offer them like all those all of those ingredients, you know, make a make a make a big difference. I got to ask you from your perspective, you, you've been doing this now for like five, six, 10 years. I would say right now is probably one of the most competitive market, right? We've been in, especially in in SaaS, tech, whatever you want to call it. I'm curious if someone listening to them, they're having a hard time with their job search. What what advice would you have that for them? Yeah, it's a it's a good one. I would say, and I'll I'll use sales as the example, but this is applicable across any function, right? But you know, for example, if you're an, if you're applying for an account executive role or an SDR role, right? Like treat the hiring manager and ultimately who may be your potential, you know, manager or boss, treat them like you would a prospect. Right. Like you need to find ways to stand out. And, and, and again, through that, you can show them how you do the job and how you do it at a high level. So I think that's one is if you can really through the interview process, show the skill sets that apply to the job itself. It goes a really long way. Talking to someone looking for an SDR role and I asked them, they kept on saying, I've been applying to lots of stuff on LinkedIn. I hear nothing back. I was like, OK, well, in the roles, in the job descriptions, you see cold calling. How many times have you have you cold called the SDR manager? Like none, like try it. Like if, if I ever got a cold call from someone trying to land a job and that's a major part of the role I, and you did it at a high level, I'd be blown away. Instant interview, right? So those types of things to really stand out. I think the other part is if you're in the interview process, one thing I've seen work really, really well, proactively share references, right? Don't hold them back. If you're in the interview process and it's something you're feeling really good about, Proactively share that. Hey, if you want to learn about my my skill sets, my character, who I am, track record of success, call these three people. They'd be more than happy to vouch for me, right? And if you do that in a proactive way, again, it's something that not a lot of people are doing. So you have to find ways to stand out. Excellent. It it's ultimately it comes down to I, I hate saying this saying it's it's if you have the well, you'll go out. But sometimes some folks don't know what to do. So it's for it's for the folks that have been there, done that, you know, showcase some of these tips. Sometimes people just need to be told, hey, here's my advice for you, whether they implement it or not. That's up to the candidate. But I think, yeah. I think the tips you've given are money. So on the dot. Well, look, this has been fantastic. Before we say our goodbyes, we love asking a question. If, young, if, if wiser, older Kevin go back to any time, what's one piece of advice you would give yourself, Kevin? One piece of advice I would give myself. I think I would go back and tell myself that my career is definitely going to be a marathon that is not linear. And to really, really think about it as like that big long-term thing, right? And for me personally in my career, like as I look back on it, like maybe I wouldn't have made certain career decisions if I was looking more from a long-term perspective as opposed to this next next opportunity in front of me, right? So recognize it's not always going to be up and to the right. You might step back, you might pivot, you might change, um, but really, really, really take a look at your your career as as the marathon, not a sprint. Go long, go long, go long, go long. That's that's what matters at the end of the day. Well, I appreciate you for coming on. For everybody listening, Kevin's extremely approachable. So we will put his contact information in the show notes. Reach out, thank him for coming on the show. And for everybody listening, until next time, be well, be safe, and we'll catch you on the next episode. If your business is earning millions, stop what you're doing and take a listen to what offer NetSuite by Oracle has just rolled out. At my last company, we used NetSuite to have much more visibility to our business in terms of what was working, what was not working, what was coming in, what was going out. 33,000 companies have already upgraded to NetSuite, gaining visibility and control over their finances, inventory, HR, e-commerce, and much more. And for the first time, NetSuite is allowing you to defer 
payments of a full NetSuite implementation for six months. There's no payment and no interest for six months. And you can take advantage of this special financing offer today. If you've been sizing NetSuite up to make the switch, then you know the deal is unprecedented. No interest, no payments. Take advantage of this special financing offer at netsuite.com scale. netsuite.com scale to get the visibility and control you need to weather any storm. That is netsuite.com slash scale.